Beautiful. You look like you got cat ears. Yeah. My little teddy bear buns. Oh, is that what they're called? I had no idea. I just, I, I just call them that. I usually call them space buns. Space buns. All right. Just prepare myself. After this, I have leftover shawarma. Hell yeah. I have nothing after this. Rip. But it's fine, so I'm going to play Animal Crossing in bed, and who doesn't like that? So That's true. Right. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Hanging Out with Hanger 9, the best unofficial London Spitfire and British Hurricane fan podcast. I'm Squiddy. And I'm Kiwi. Oh, nice mug of tea there. Did they have Overwatch characters on it? Yeah. Hey, I oh, spotted So cute. And welcome to this week's episode. And first things first, viewing parties are back. Physical, in-person viewing parties. You can go, you can actually see other human beings... Yes. We have one <laughs> this Friday, and then we'll have two the following weekend. If you want, you are interested, make sure to click the link in the description to sign up. Tickets are absolutely free, and it's a great way to meet other engineers. Social, social distancing restrictions are in place, so if you're a bit concerned, don't worry. It's all covered, all taken care of, and is a great way to meet other engineers yes and it is with our wonderful friends over at platform bar in london as well so you are guaranteed an incredible setting platform bar is wonderful the people there are amazing and you will be well looked after for the ultimate spitfire experience absolutely and then looking towards the news that has occurred in the overwatch league this week we've unfortunately had some retirement in the form of rear Retiring, unfortunately, due to a long-term wrist injury. But I always enjoyed watching Rhea play. I think uh, an underrated off-tank, I think, they were within the league. So, hopefully, they can... I don't know what, what lies next to them, especially with an injury like that. Maybe coaching? You know, I'm, I'm not sure if I've seen anything on Twitter about it. Yeah, I think it's got to be quite devastating to mm. kind of have to retire um, on health grounds as opposed to choosing to retire so I wouldn't expect an answer of what's next soon um, you'd want to take a bit of time right have a bit yeah. of time for yourself figure out what you actually want to do um, but yeah we wish Rhea all the best and it's a shame because that, that Washington team could really slap this year and Rhea would have been a big part of that but we know they'll all land on their feet yeah absolutely and then as one team loses a player well I mean Paris kind of lost a player we talked about to to oh wow talked about <laughs> it last week with Neptuno leaving the powers of tunnel, but they've come in and brought in a replacement essentially in I hope I'm saying this right Dridro Rid Drid oh, Dridro <laughs> yes joined the powers of tunnel. Yes, coming up from the wonderful new kings in EU contenders, which anyone who has been following EU contenders will know they are a force to be reckoned with, really representing the best that EU has to offer. I believe they won the April contenders tournament as well, so they're coming fresh off of that. And again, if I'm not mistaken, Elevo and Onigard both came from New Kings too, so there's some history there. Yeah, absolutely. It feels like New Kings is the unofficial feeder team for the Paris Eternal. <laughs> in some way well like yeah. dallas was the unofficial feeder team um paris was the unofficial yeah, feeder team true. for dallas yeah. it's all just a big uh big cycle essentially but yeah new kings definitely won april contenders at the unfortunate uh 
despair, and I don't know if that's the word I want to say, of Hurricane who finished fourth, which is still an amazing achievement for this new side. But yeah, Paris, I think, leveling up a little, proving, trying to prove that they're the EU team to beat. And hopefully when it comes to Paris v London, I think in June, maybe July, we'll get to see who is on top. And then we've, it's not only that, it's the anniversary of Overwatch. We've got the big event coming out on the 18th, so two days that have just occurred. We're already in the anniversary event, and we got some amazing-looking skins, emotes. This looks like a really good event that we're gonna we're gonna be having. They had me when they said new dance emotes. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want that, right? Yeah. But as well, the skins that they've released this year are banging. Like they're less. I don't know. We've just had the really serious, like, skins that came off the back of Archives event. And mm. these just feel really fun and really yeah. silly. Like, we've got the bat, which I think might be my favourite. I the love the lava skins. lamp. The lava lamp is just next level. The afro. I have seen nothing but love for this skin online. Mm. And it is it is worth it. I will be getting that one. But then, just when I thought we'd hit, like, peak and they weren't going to be able to top that. Cat Sombra. That cat is how Sombra. you do a cat skin. Take note, Black Cat Diva, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> this is how you do it. She looks incredible. The color scheme is on point. Yeah. Uh, and then I haven't actually seen this one, but I know you have. Uh, yeah. You kind of called it Poison Ivy Moira, right? Yeah, I, I basically call it Poison Ivy. It's Moira, but she's in fact with plants instead. I'm like, that's just Poison Ivory. Absolutely. But this has got people starting piecing things together. They've got Cat Girl Sombra. Poison Ivy Moira. Do we get the DC universe into Overwatch in terms of skins? I somehow doubt that. Although I would really, really like to see Clayface Reinhardt. I think that would be really <laughs> funny. I, and you mentioned earlier on Brig Robin, which would be really funny. So as amusing Roadhog as that Bane. would be. Yes. As amusing There's as so that many. would be, though, I do think they'd hit some licensing issues with that. I mean... I mean, it's they're not called Poison Ivy Moira. I can't remember what the, what it's actually called, the skin. Let us know in the comments below, but it's basically a Poison Ivy skin. But Practically, yeah. They, they look amazing, <laughs> and I'm really excited for what this event may hold for us in terms of skins and emotes uh, related to us. But mentioning Sombra, that great cat Sombra skin, unfortunate for our Overwatch League players not be able to play Sombra in the June Joust because we have, for the first time this season, hero bans coming in, and they actually apply for the duration of the entire tournament, I believe. So including when they go to Hawaii and that tournament bit at the end, which is which is what they didn't do last year. You had hero bans for like the qualifiers, and then they got rid of them, which didn't make sense. So having it all the way through the June Joust, is great and the heroes band are Sombra, of course we've mentioned, Tracer, Reinhardt, and Zen Yata. Kiwi, what do you feel about these hero bands? I really like the fact that they're now continuing that through to the finals because it seemed kind of not unfair but pointless yeah. um, to kind of limit what teams can play because some teams are better at certain compositions than others and then in the final be like no limits guys yeah it's like well anybody could have been in this final if that was the case and um, so i'm glad to see they're doing that that feels a lot lot better 
And I like the fact that they've got a decent amount of time for each hero ban. Because we then get to see what teams can adapt. So it's like a sink or swim. We see the evolution of the meta. So exactly. this first weekend, we're going to see something. And then the 27th, 28th, 29th, I think, whatever that weekend is. We'll, we'll see We'll see. hopefully how it's changed and how teams are okay, adapting to what they'll do. I think, yeah. Yeah, well, hero bands are introduced to stop metas getting stale, right? Yeah. And to keep things more exciting for the viewer and to keep the players on the toes. So... I don't feel it achieved that last year. Mm. I think it just pissed a lot of people off. Um, but this season, I think by doing it consistently and doing it for the length of times that they are, we'll be able to see those metas evolve and the sink and swim mentality of can these teams adapt mm. to this meta to get through to this final? Because if they can't, that is it. A simple yeah. hero being taken out of the pool has screwed them over because they can't adapt. So that'll be really, really exciting. And I think a lot of teams are going to struggle with the lack of Tracer. And a lot of teams are going to struggle with the lack of Ryan. I don't think Sombra and Zen are going to be as much of an issue. But yeah, the the exclusion of those two is going to really screw a couple of teams over. I think the Vine exclusion is... Um, I don't think it's as big a deal because... We've seen in APAC... I don't think they really run Vine. They run Double Bubble. They run... Zarya, Bull, Bull Hog, they don't play, I would say, that Vine Rush comp that we've seen in the West region. But I think I think we may just see either Double Shield, Double Bubble, or as people are saying, Bull and Hog. Just pure damage. Which yeah. would be interesting, but... I think that you're right. The Tracer missing is such an impact. We've got some great Tracer players in the league... Arguably, I wouldn't say one tricks because these are professional players. They can play all the all Overwatch characters at such a ridiculous level. But they are so good at Tracer that they're going to not be able to influence fights in the same way. Yeah, I was starting to get a little bit bored with the... <laughs> like, the casters just overemphasized it to death in the main melee. And it was like, oh, we'll get to see these amazing Tracer 1v1s. And it's like, yeah, that's great. I'm a support. I don't care. Like, I want to see the rest. I want to see the whole fight. I want to see what's going on. I don't want to see the Tracer 1v1. So I think, like I said earlier on about the, the hero bands and the rotations, it gives a little bit of something for everybody yeah. and it keeps it fresh. And that is what we need. Because otherwise, metas, as we learned from goats, get very, very stale, very, very fast. So Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to this. And I think it'll definitely benefit some of London's games this coming weekend as well. Yeah, absolutely. With the hero bands, it means that some games might be more unpredictable than others to try and predict. But of course, Pick'ems that Overwatch run are back live for the June Jams. And of course, don't forget to join the Hangar 9 Pick'ems League. We've got some really good people in our league. Like, they are getting quite a lot of the picks correct. And I'm jealous of their foresight powers that they can do. Like, I wish I could predict what they could. But, of course, don't forget to join. We'll have a link in the description for what you think will happen in the June Joust. And, of course, with that, we this weekend we have London playing, firstly, on Friday at 9.30pm with that physical viewing party. Don't forget to join. Link in the description. Against Florida. Kiwi, how are you feeling about this match? <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, this one makes me nervous. Um, mm. 
I don't know. And I think rightfully so as well. Yeah, you you can't really count Florida out with them being qualifiers for the May Melee tournament. They obviously got there because they deserve to be there. So to to kind of look at it and associate it with the Florida of old and say, oh, yeah, this won't be a problem. It would just be stupid, right? Yeah. So I believe while it is winnable, any game is winnable, it's definitely going to be a tough game. Um, but yeah, don't don't count them out. But at the same time, maybe set expectations for this one. Yeah, absolutely. I think Florida. That yeah, they were in the main melee for a reason. How much these hero bands will impact them? Unsure. Because I was said BQB had a very mean sombra. I'm fairly sure. Yeah, I. <laughs> Like I'm fairly sure they ran Sombra Tracer more than other teams last in the main melee, so that may impact them more. But it, Florida, I mean, we saw in season three actually how flexible this side could be. I mean, they were close to beating the shock at one point. I'm fairly sure. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that Florida can be quite flexible with the roster mm. that they've got, and um, which is why if I were them, I wouldn't be too worried about the hero bands. We did see a lot of Sombra Tracer from them in the main melee. But as well, I think that was just a case of adhering to a meta. That was kind of the the underlying meta that people made variations around last uh, last month. So without that, I don't think you'd see as much of that anyway. Mm. I, I do think they're quite an adaptable team. Yeah, but so absolutely. are we. So yeah, I was about to say let's let's look, let's try and look at the positives. What can Spitfire bring into these games against Florida and Atlanta this weekend? And I'm thinking straight up, it's the Molf Sigma. I think most of these comps, unless we run double bubble, which we haven't really been great at, I'll be honest. Get Molf on that Sigma. My God, the man slaps. Yeah. Like, I was about to make a joke, I'm not going to go for it. <laughs> there were some serious clutch moments, particularly on Anubis um, in our last games with Molfig on that Sigma. So I'm mm. really, really, I, I'm seeing that as a given. I'm really looking forward yeah. to seeing that. And it might seem a bit unconventional, but screw matters at this point, right? I'm yeah. really looking forward to seeing, hopefully, Hadi pull out the wrecking ball. Because yeah. anyone who did watch EU contenders back when they were Hurricane guys, Hadi's Wrecking Ball kind of slaps. And I really yeah. love Wrecking Ball play anyway. And I think with Molfig on that Sigma as backup, our tank line could do some really exciting things in the June Joust. Yeah, absolutely. I think the removal of Zen might be a bit more difficult. But I think, what, Kalex on the... Lucio on the Mercy can pop off. And Ripper Bap is just, in itself, a third DPS. We used to see a lot of um, Moira from Ripper as yeah, well, so I'm, I'm really not worried about what mm. our support line are going to play because I don't feel like Zenyatta was one of the the more picked heroes for yeah. the New London Spitfire, so I don't think that'll affect us too much. Um, again, we have a good tank line that can adapt, so I'm not worried about the Rhine. I'm definitely not worried about the Tracer and the Sombra. Like, we have some really good hit scans. Yeah. So... I think hybrid feels on irrelevant. the Ash, on the McCree. Actually, probably not the McCree anymore because there's no need for it without the Tracer. Yeah, exactly. Get him we on could, the Ash. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Do we get to see like a Echo Doom this weekend? Could be Ooh. interesting. Well, Blase slaps on that Doom Fist. Mm. So I'm really looking forward to maybe if they have the Echo. I don't know who did run on the Echo yet, but if they had the Echo and then the Blase Doom... 
I'd, I'd be quite excited to see that specifically with like the tank line we just talked about as well yeah absolutely. That, that could be really unpredictable absolutely and I, and I think that leads us well into that game against atlanta i think we both agree this is the one that spitfire similar to the game those games against toronto and boston it's their best chance i would say this weekend to get the first win of the season and truly do believe against atlanta at sunday at 8 p.m that, that's our shot yeah, you were saying earlier on a pre-show that the hero bands do not favour Atlanta. <laughs> they no. are not kind to the boys at Atlanta Rain. So I have a feeling that even if this would have gone our way anyway, it's leaning a lot more in our favour yeah. with the state of this hero pool and at the moment. Seen- and we've seen Atlanta as well fall to at this time this season. I think one they they were two 0 up against Toronto and then still and then lost it got reverse swept. I think if our boys can, I, I will say mentally boom Atlanta, we have a better chance of being able to step up and getting that win. Yeah, and let's be realistic. I yeah, completely. Like Atlanta are probably going into this thinking easy win, right? Mm. We're, we're 4-0, they're probably like, oh yeah, this will be fine. So it shouldn't be too hard to boom them. All you'd have to yeah. do is go in, play unpredictably, use the fact that these hero bands really do not favour them against them, and you've got an easy map win, particularly on like control as well with that lack of tracer. Mm. And then from then on, boom, you're you in mean, the heads. You mean London can win control? I know, I know... <laughs> it's, it's big guys it's ambitious but I think against an Atlanta on control without a Sombra or a Tracer yes I believe we can win that fight <laughs> wow that is unbelievable and that's my hot take <laughs> that's your hot take of the weekend I was actually going to say what is your upset potential for the weekend I know we don't have it in the notes but I thought it's a nice segment we do. What's your upset potential for the weekend? And I'll go first to give you a bit of time <laughs> to look at. I think New York will win against Philly. That is... That is Ooh. extra, extra hot on our Nando scale. But that's why it's such a big upset, I think. That is... Big. That is really. I I don't big. know why this prediction. I think Philly might be a bit sad, a bit unhappy that they were not able to get into the main melee, losing out so close to Shanghai Dragons. New York have something to prove. They did not do well and stay in in this in the main melee, so they'll be wanting to show that hey, actually we 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 we're not we're not, we're not bad. We just didn't have a great start, and I think. With that, at Saturday, May 22nd, 1pm for us, in the afternoon, great time to watch Overwatch. We're going to see New York pick up their first win. That is, how do you even compete with that? To be fair, (laughs) looking at the games, um, both East and West this weekend, there's a pretty clear path of how a lot of these games should go at least. Yeah. Um. There's not. I don't look at any of them and think, "Wow, that's upset potential." So I would probably give it to London because oh. nobody's expecting it. We're four now, so I would probably say London to beat Atlanta. If I had to go with a team that isn't London, I would probably say Boston to beat Washington. Wow. 
Yeah. I was gonna I was gonna suggest Boston, but to beat Toronto. Yeah, well, I'm fairly confident Boston could beat Toronto, but let's make it a bit spicier Spicy. and go with right. go with Boston against Washington. Okay, well that is definitely spicy, and that that Washington Boston game is the one after Atlanta London on the Sunday at 8 p.m. Well, don't forget to tune in. Well, I think we're going to have a digital people can watch it with their fellow engineers online in the Discord. Great way to meet people and talk uh overwatch and i think that's about it for this week's episode anything else kiwi that i've maybe forgotten to say or no 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 oh just remember well you can tune in the discord and watch that with your fellow engineers if you do live somewhere like our wonderful nico who lives up in aberdeen um, <laughs> or myself up in yorkshire or me i knew in warrington that's always a great um a great way of hugging up with your fellow engineers. And if not, and you can get to the watch parties, we highly recommend them from the little tidbits of information, the little teasers. Yes, there is merch as well, but the little teasers we've been getting, it does sound incredible. So click that link in the description below if you would like a ticket to that. And speaking of merch as well, there are whisperings, Squiddy. There are whisperings of a London shop. Yes, I mean... We've, we've we've been promised this for a while. Yeah, I have I have no further details on that. All we all we know we don't have any insider information, guys. No. Sorry, but all we know is that in theory, the whisperers say there is a London shop, and we might know more about it next week. <laughs> so it could be Very launching next week. We could get the the big reveal for it next week. Who knows? But keep an eye on Hangar Nine's Twitter and the London Spitfires official Twitter as well for more information on the store. And of course, don't forget to follow us on Twitter to get involved in this episode. And of course, comment down below maybe what your upset potential for this weekend is. You know Mining Kiwis, we want to hear what yours are. Of course, follow us on Twitter. All our handles are in the description below. Yes, and we also want to know what is your favourite anniversary skin? There are some wonderful skins released this year, so pop them again in the comments below. Or you can pop them over to us on Twitter at Hangar9 or Instagram at LDN underscore Hangar9. And of course, as Kiwi said, don't forget to join our Discord. Great way to connect with your fellow engineers, <laughs> talk about Overwatch League, and of course, biggest thing we've talked about this, this episode, don't forget you can go to the physical viewing party see people in person have a drink have a pizza i've heard platform bar do a great pizza link of course in the description below and until next time everyone wash your hands aces high fangs out and hang loose